Ah, in this week's episode, Lee Griffin finally learns the proper way to use a heel break. Me too. It's you probably time. could hit the heel break with the with boot on. Yeah. Oh, good. That's that's good news. I just want to make sure I haven't been doing it wrong all these years. Oh, I'm sorry. Scott Boris introduces new people to the audience. Bud, Bud went with me to help me load it. The audience doesn't know who Bud is, but Bud's very hillbilly. And very, these, very, very hillbilly. hillbilly. Think of deliverance and imagine Bud. These these guys made Bud look like city folk. <laughs> like they almost took him out back and you know taught him a lesson for being too city folk. I have to refill my drink in order to keep pace with the Boris brothers. I had to refill my drink. Um, catch up with you guys. And in a Far Aim podcast exclusive, we have flight legend Gandhi Boris join us to tell us about mean-looking aircraft. Yeah, you're probably talking about like a platypus or something. Or a, I don't a know if it's a platypus or what, but it's got so many blades in the front, it looks mean. <laughs> Welcome to the Far Aim Podcast. This week we are covering FAR 61.87 solar requirements for student pilots. And due to the um, blatant requests, uh, more of comments about there being way too much facts and logic on the episode, we have doubled up as a problem. The, the Boris brothers for the evening. We have Gandhi Boris here to join us. Because Mr. Gandhi Boris here has soloed. So he is in the club. And um, yeah, in the club. Your pilot always, even though you haven't flown in how long? When's the last time you flew? Uh, probably 07, 08 okay. ish. That um, sounds about 13 right. 13 years. Yeah. I mean, I went almost seven one time without flying. Yeah, I, I would say maybe, maybe 08, 09. Okay. It's yeah. been a while. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, solo requirements for student pilots is this part. Um, solo, which we will get into right now. Um, part A, general. A student pilot may not operate an aircraft in solo flight unless that student has met the requirements of this section. The term solo flight, as used in this subpart, means that the flight time during which a student pilot is the sole occupant of the aircraft. And there's a bunch of BS about gas balloons and airships and stuff. We'll skip. So... Lee, you had a um, a pertinent note that there's sometimes confusion about what constitute as solo time before we were talking, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, so we were, you know, debating whether we were going to talk about the general because it's a bunch of bullshit that really ultimately doesn't need to get covered. But um, they again reference the term solo flight, and there seems to be a lot of confusion. It always comes up, you know, when you're teaching somebody to fly, somebody always asks the question, "Well, do I have to be alone to log solo?" And I, I mean, I think that's kind of redundant, but the answer is yes, you have to be alone. Solo means sole occupant of the aircraft. And again, they go on to uh, uh, define that right here. If you didn't see it here, uh, which a lot of this is glossed over and the instructor will just tell you, it's in the definitions part of the uh, FARs as well. So solo means sole occupant of the aircraft. Um, that always... I think we- I, it's always good to remind everybody. We covered that before, but it seems kind of stupid to me because, like, 
if you're flying a 172 and you got somebody in the back seat, you should be able to log that as solo because what the hell are they doing? They're not helping you. Well, no, no, well, yeah. So, I mean, then then we shouldn't even have a solo column. I agree with what you're saying. If they're not a if they're not a, a pilot, if they're not a certificated pilot, yeah, they don't even have a pilot's you. license, and they're in the back. And they're seat. in the back seat. Well, I mean, right, right. I'm I would say if they had no license, you. but if they were like a pilot and you had a heart attack and die, they could jump over well, the seat. Well, yeah, if they're telling you what over. to do, that's yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, that's another valid point too. But if if they're not going to help, I mean, it almost seems like we shouldn't even have the solo option: pilot and command or not pilot and command. Those should be the two types of flying era flying you log this has come up because there's a part of the commercial requirements which we'll get to in some episode uh probably next year uh for the commercial that scott's working on slowly very very yeah. very slowly you were, well we're supposed to knock out one requirement a year when you come yeah, up. yeah it's been a couple of years what are um, we, what are we so, knocking out are you coming up this weekend yeah i'll be weekend? up there for like 45 hours so i don't think it's gonna happen yeah um so anyway, the example was for those solo requirements, you can't take the wife, Scott. No. Like you literally to be legal, you have to do it yeah. like three hundred some miles by yourself. Which is which is stupid because she's not gonna contribute anything to my flying ability. Other than like I might that's teach a, her how to keep it straight that's and a very mean Well, I might teach her how to keep it straight and level and then I take can take a nap. nap or something. Yeah, right, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would do, I would do that, but like, she's not going to tell me like, you're doing this wrong. You need to be doing this, you know. Oh, but I'm she might. The they always. Yeah, say she, that. I mean, she's your wife. Well, she will. She well. will say that. <laughs> you further in the wrong direction. I mean, come on. If I was driving a car, maybe. But, so I mean, I think airplane. you're really debating. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. I uh, she did. Up. She did stop me the other day. I was trying to buzz. Allison and her friend were out tubing with uh, her friend's parents and I was like let's go find them and buzz them out on the lake and she's, yeah and she was all about that until she realized like what buzzing them meant and then she's like freaking out like no you can't go that low you can't go that low <laughs> like I said I was gonna buzz them like we're gonna buzz them <laughs> how how low were you gonna go 500 feet from person's I mean, uh, property right yeah definitely definitely, definitely. 500 feet yeah. from person's property Golden, yeah, golden rule of buzzing. That's, that's I was gonna cut it off right there. Yeah, that's probably so. what. That's probably about what we ended up doing. Yeah, but I had I had other intentions. But oh, oh that's she great. wasn't. She didn't feel very comfortable with that. Maybe uh, we should well, get her on for aeronautical decision making episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. I, okay. So I was go gonna back. be five hundred feet from them, just off the side. Off to the side, like I was going to yeah, be. That's, less that's than, what I would do. Less than five hundred feet above the water. Yeah, yeah, which is legal. But but off to the side, I was going to be. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's a hundred percent legal. Well, okay. So, anyways, back to the solo thing. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, they can't help you. But I think what we are all kind of articulating here is that we have an issue with the the solo like requirement. We understand that solo means one, alone, all those things. Right? Yes. I think it uh-huh. it's a difference when two like we're talking about the private pilot stuff right now. This is when you're getting your private. That's different than yeah. a rated pilot who can legally take passengers and if then is going for more ratings. Pilot, 
if you're a student pilot, you can't take passengers anyway, so it's not really. Yeah, relevant. but there has to be continuity amongst all of the certificate levels. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, as far as solo requirements for student pilot, whether you have an, a non-pilot passenger or not, like you, you're not, you can't legally have a non-pilot passenger, so it's kind of yeah, so pointless. I see. Yeah. So when we go. When we're going into this reg, this is more for what you need to do before you do your first solo. That's a huge milestone in your flight training. It's a huge differentiating point. Um, anyone can go up and take lessons with an instructor. Um, it's a whole other ball game when you then go and take the airplane up by yourself. Um, and Gandhi, I'm going to read through like the requirements. That you, mm-hmm. I mean, Don did this with Scott and I and you. Oh, um, yeah. So you you did all this stuff. I'm just curious because you soloed a few times. How many times did you solo? You remember? Oh, I don't know. Probably shit, 12, 15, 20 times. Okay. Was, Quite a few. Yeah. I just, I didn't know. I didn't know if it was a few or. But most times it's just like you take off and you yeah. go around the block and you come back down. Go yeah, around the block. The, the block, you mean the. He means the pattern, right? I, did you leave? <laughs> how many times did you? How many times did you leave the pattern? Oh, maybe none. Actually, I went to Norwalk <laughs> I once. Know, I thought you did once. I remember you said. No, you I did went to Norwalk, and, you... and it was like, holy shit, because I kind of got lost a little bit, and then I found it, you know. But it's just, it was kind of freaked me out. But yeah, did you go to Norwalk? As long as you, it's, yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. But I didn't fuel up or anything. I just landed there. No, you just and, did a landing. And I like yeah. I didn't even shut the engine off. I just turned yeah, it on and went back up turned again. Turned it on and, and went back. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was freaking scary. But uh I... Yeah. Part B, aeronautical knowledge. A student pilot must demonstrate satisfactory aeronautical knowledge on a knowledge test that meets the requirements of this paragraph. Jesus Christ. Uh, the test must address the student's pilot's knowledge of uh, applicable section of part 61 and 91 of this chapter, which is the rating stuff, and then the actual rules is 91. 61 is the stuff we're in right now about how to like actually get the license or certificate. Sorry. Uh, airspace rules and procedures for the airport where the solo flight will be performed and flight characteristics and operational limitations for the make and model of aircraft to be flown. Um... Is this this doesn't have to, this does not have to be written a written test, does it? No. There is a written test. Well for the solo? Yeah. There can does anybody, be does anybody take it? Uh yeah. So <clears throat> we didn't do a second. written test. We did a verbal one. Yeah, it was a verbal This test. law does not prevent you from doing a verbal one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You're talking about written versus... Okay, yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah, I, I guess. I remember Don... I don't know how over. you... I don't know how you would do it otherwise. Well, Don just... kind of sat down after... I don't know when it was. Um, and he just was asking us a bunch of questions how would you do this? And then we'd answer. And if it was incorrect, we'd walk through like what we're doing. And we went through, I assume he was following this guidelines to make it legal. 
and then we walked through it and uh we did the logbook endorsement for that sit down session and that was that but is there a difference they use the term here knowledge test which we all know is a written is there a difference between that and an oral exam well why does a knowledge test has to be written well, every knowledge test in aviation is a written test, Scott. Well, where does it say I'm that? I'm saying that's the, exactly my point is does it have to be? Right. I don't and, think it does. Well, for, I don't for, know. For a solo? Every other knowledge test, every other knowledge test that you take is a written test. But there is no written test given out I by the gave FAA. one every time I did it. Really? Yes. You can't just demonstrate and they watch from the ground. Yeah, that would be an oral uh, exam. Well, the three That'd of be us. oral examination. That sounds like visual exam. The, the three of us that had the same flight instructor here, none of us did a written test for the solo. Is that, he is said that you're good to go. Is yeah. that proven a point? Good to well, go. I yeah. never crashed. No, exactly. That's what I say all the time. I've never crashed. I said, not kind I, of wood. I almost crashed. I'm like, I'm probably done with this shit, you know. But <laughs> crap, crap, crap. That doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. I think you can take. I think you say shit. I think you just can't say like. Uh, F- no, I'm making. I'm making F- more editing. F- I'm making more editing work. I probably make a lot of editing work for Rob. Yes, <laughs> a lot of editing on this one. Um, <laughs> I didn't even swear yet. That's the first swear. Shit, as I said, no big deal. Okay. Um. I, I, I'm gonna so this. I'm gonna maintain that a knowledge test is a written test because that's the way the FAA is. It would make sense. Exam, get documented. Yeah, is an oral yeah, exam. But look at the context clues with this whole thing. Everything they talk about. I would like to know. So we are going to get on here, but I'm just going to skip ahead. Who cares? At, administer the test. How do you? I mean, so yeah, you can ask the questions. You can kind of interrogate the person at the conclusion of the test. Review at the conclusion. So at the end of the test review all the incorrect answers to the student before authorizing students to conduct solo flight. Uh, how are you keeping note of that? Unless you have a test where you've been able to keep score. Oh, you answered a here where it's actually B is the right answer. How are you going to keep track of that? It was a split up to a series of tests that meet the requirement. And then the review is after each one question test. This is at the Maybe conclusion the- of the test. Maybe they because have a photographic one, memory, so they don't need pen one and paper. test. I'm just saying, you guys are stretching. I'm looking at it pretty much point blank as it's written. Make up your own rules. That's fine. And now it's so basically. So basically, I'm not even a pilot. Nope, none of the three you are. Nope. I'm sorry. No, Man. I am Ma- mailing your certificate. Well, Lee, when when well, Gandhi's good, some... Gandhi's still good. I'm good to go. Yeah, you guys, you two are. <laughs> When when can I get some uh, flight training so I can go back through all this? Part two: The student's authorized instructor must uh, one administer the test, and two at the conclusion of the test review all incorrect answers with the student before authorizing that student to conduct a solo flight. Uh, there's again, again, written test. Again, there's nothing in here. There's nothing in here about to administer the test. doesn't have to be written. Uh, and then the conclusion of the test, go over the incorrect answers. Just because but the F... A knowledge, a knowledge test. 
just because the knowledge FAA, test. just because the FAA conducts most of their knowledge tests in a written format, probably because that's the only way they can do it on mass scale. I don't think makes it illegal for a flight instructor to uh, do it verbally, orally. Orally. No, I suppose not, but I think they would have to go out of their way to reinvent the wheel to administer it orally. <laughs> Boris Brothers are having a side conversation while we're having a conversation. Oh <laughs> no, the cat is below my desk tickling my feet. <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were hung up on the oral aspect. Um, no, 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 you in my office. There's no cat in there. Oh, maybe it was the oily he, part. He, he couldn't. He couldn't handle the fact that you said orally. And then I saw his face. His face. The look on his face when you said orally made me laugh. So, like, <laughs> no, he kept on the desk. No, as soon as you said orally, he lost it. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. Lee, are you still you still digging in on? Uh, it's got to be written. I'm I'm looking into it. I'm, I mean, I'm looking more now. I mean, I can't really do it live here because I'm trying to research. But yeah, I understand. I prefer, I prefer orally. I'm gonna main. I'm gonna maintain it. Aeronautical a knowledge test is a written test in the FAA's eyes. So I believe you can do it orally. Well, that you want to believe that because that's the way it was given to you. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I feel justify like I've had this conversation. I've had this conversation before. With who? It with, doesn't say written anywhere, though, Lee. But it doesn't say written with the private pilot either. But we all took that knowledge test. That's how the yeah, FAA because that's a requirement. You it. have to turn. You have to submit that to the FAA. Like they have a record. They have to have a record of no, no, no. Written. So prove the point about the knowledge test part, not where it goes when you're done with it. Well, there's. No test is administered by the FAA for the solo flight. Yeah, it's administered by the instructor. Right, but not a by the FAA. Is, if you take yeah, a knowledge so test What's before the, the primary. What, what does that matter? They're the, they're the boss. Yeah, and they call it a knowledge test in every other context. Okay, but don't you think that, like, I didn't have to go to Tiffin to take a written test to do the solo flight. You mean a, a knowledge test? Okay, a knowledge test. I didn't have to a go to Tiffin to solo and take. Correct. I didn't have to take. I didn't have to submit anything. Nobody had to check my. It, it was. It's up to your no, instructor. No, 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 somebody did. No, it's not up to your instructor. Your instructor didn't. It, it supposedly did an oral exam in lieu of this aeronautical knowledge test. I want to say Gandhi's can't keep it contained. I can't. I can't. Say oral okay. Again or? Okay. <laughs> Lee, you're going to have to stop saying oral. <laughs> you can't say oral. We're, we're, we're in sixth grade here, Lee. And if you say oral, you somebody's going to laugh. All you want. The, the facts and logic are. I'm not even here. Outweighed. Um, I, okay, I believe it was Palm Beach flight training. Okay, 
when I was there, either when I was, because I finished up my CFI at Palm Beach Flight Training, and then years and years later, uh, I actually was hired on as a CFI. Uh, so then I was went through like kind of this mini couple hour orientation where the walkthrough of how they do stuff. And it came up in conversation. Oh, yeah. this is great because I found the definition is 61.1. Okay, a knowledge test means a test on the aeronautical knowledge areas required for an airman certificate or rating that can be administered in written form or by a computer. So suck it, both all three of you. Wow. And that, it, yeah. That's in what 61. part? 61.1. What? Where? 61.1 under definitions. You looking that up, Scott? I don't want to lose my place here. I'm looking it up. Too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what does it matter? You guys 61. don't trust me? 61.1. Oh, this is a good yeah, argument. I, mean, I like this argument. Way down. I found it. 61.2, I found it. Oh shit! Sixty-one-one, and I don't really know how to help you find it. It's in alphabetical order, so just keep going down till you find knowledge. And it's, it is hard well, to see. Well, give me the number. There, no, the there's letter. no number. Sixty-one-one. It's oh. all under. It's all under one oh. thing. So I can't. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, I believe you, but I still don't care. You didn't believe me a second ago, and obviously, I, everything I said to you was very factual in common sense then. And you want to dispute wow. it because that's the way you guys were given your knowledge tests. I feel like and in every other FAA area. scenario, it's a written test. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> what the fuck is happening this show? <laughs> I didn't do that. So, I mean, so you're wrong. Everybody. Uh, well, great. I disagree. I didn't say no, one you thing. can't agree to disagree, Rob. <laughs> no, the definition, the FAA definition. There's, there's I didn't no say way one that, thing, so I'm, I'm correct. There's no I way our instructor would have not done it the way that it should have been done. Bullshit. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He yeah. eats like yeah. way good. Yeah, there yeah. is no doubt that he is a good instructor. There's a lot of great pilots, and, great instructors that do some things wrong. Nah, and he you guys are always going to fall back on. Oh, I didn't haven't crashed yet. I'm still alive. Right, that doesn't what's, mean anything. What's the mailing address for the where we send our certificates, Scott? When we look, it's in Oklahoma the, City. All right, uh, yeah, Oklahoma City somewhere. Just mail them back to yeah. Oklahoma. They know what to do with it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to redo everything, Rob. Yeah, I'll start Shit. over. Yeah. Uh, first flight strange. lesson. Uh, now, we okay, you know what? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. See, this is how this is this is how I operate. I will. <laughs> I will. Acknowledge the fact in the definition. Let me repeat the definition to you. you this is a, a hat tip to you guys, you three assholes. Knowledge I'm, test I'm means a test. I, no, you you are. I feel <laughs> like this is one of those scenarios. This is oh. one of those scenarios where we're going to have to bring in that one person that actually knows everything. But listen, you guys are going to like this. <laughs> Should we call no. Bud? Knowledge <laughs> test. <laughs> Yes, Bud knows that. I, yeah. I could call Bud yeah. real quick. Yeah, I was so, I was thinking somebody's family member here. But. All right, um, Lee, okay, you have I, the floor. Well, okay. So, knowledge test means a test on the aeronautical knowledge areas required for an airman certificate. And I don't know. I don't know. 
that's where I that's where I would maybe say that maybe a student pilot certificate is not. So, an back to my story about Palm Beach. My, well, I was hired on at Palm Beach flight training. I believe it either happened then or when I got my CFI with them, like a decade or over a decade now ago. And God, you old. It came. It came up that they do like the written solo tests, and I, I asked about it. And whoever was walking me through it at that time basically said something along the lines of, "Yeah, at this school, since we try to keep everything uniform, we actually have the a written test out, but like kind of acknowledged that some people like do it yeah. verbally, do it wrong, do it wrong, but they seemed to think it wasn't a big deal. Whoever was doing this." Well, yeah, I mean, why would you go out of the way to badmouth it? The only way, the only reason we've gone this far down is you guys were telling me how wrong I was. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't care that much. Do you, I mean, do you think you know Joe Schmo uh, teaching flight training out of his van is going to have a written copy of a of a of a test to administer? No. I mean, I wouldn't expect that. He may, he makes the copies at home, staples them together, brings them in, has you take it on what over top of the wing of the airplane. You know, if you're not in a formal flight training environment, it makes sense that it would be oral. I understand why that would make better sense for them. But to me, there's zero gray area in this. It's a knowledge test. Okay. Food well, for hold- thought. I don't know why you do that. We just read the, did you find the definition? <laughs> we read the definition. I've almost like read it. Completely. I feel like it's still up in the air, you know? Well, I feel like I mean, maybe is, you, you know, it's, I mean, it's kind of a gray area. <laughs> There's no gray area at all. Yeah. Zero. It's kind, of one of those, it's kind of one of those things where like, nobody really knows, <laughs> you know, nobody oh, really knows the God. answer. Three hours later another regulation Obviously. you just choose not to listen to just Obviously. like this well maybe if my flight instructor didn't suck ass and didn't ever <laughs> come out and instruct me well the last one didn't i give mean you he, he might test. be a good he might be a good pilot but he never shows up you should get jim as cfi that way ia and a cfi holy <laughs> shit it be the gym trifecta, Scott. God, he is on me hard about this fucking tri-pacer he wants me to buy. Oh, he won't leave Those me alone. Those things look weird. Is it an, another one? Where is this one? Uh, they're, they're pretty badass for what they are, though. I mean, they are. They seem they're like they're weird. How do they sit up like that? Like uh, High center yeah. gravity does seem weird. Yeah, but yeah. for the price, a four-seat airplane, you can't find one for a better price. I mean, and the, yeah, four seat performance, use price, the useful load, and the price. I mean, it's. I see those Cherokee four seaters for like 40, 50 grand. That's twice yeah, as you, much as a tri Yeah, that's double. I can get a tri pacer for 17 grand. Yeah, it probably sucks though. Yeah, I can buy one mid time for 17 grand. I bet no? you could get oh. a cream yeah. of the crop tri pacer for 25 grand. Oh, no, 25 grand, you can get a fucking nice, Beautiful. nice tri pacer. Yeah, I feel like I'm not a professional flyer, but it'd be. They, I, I like the gears that all sit up right up front. Like it seems too, seems too funny for me. Well, the tri pacer, the gear is up front. It's a tri. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
That's how, seem, no, no, no. Hold on. That's how most of them are. That's, it's a tricycle gear. But a they sit up a, a little higher. Yeah, they sit up a, a little higher. A 150 is a tricycle gear too, right? And yeah. a 172 and a 178, 9, 10, right. 11, all those. Well, what's, what's the problem yeah. with the tri-pacer? They seem too, like... The like gears, stilts, kind the of. gears yeah. are very far forward. Yes. We actually, like we actually had a guy no, come in no, no, buy no, no, a no. motorcycle engine, and he flew to pick it up in a yeah, tri-pacer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stuck it in the back. Yeah. But... He flew into the airport. A- he, was, he was like... he I forget. He came over. He was like... You load it in the plane? Like what? And he bought like a two hundred dollar engine. I think we did more yeah. damage in a plane to put it in there. He flew, he flew in to pick. No, it was like remember. a two hundred dollar VF seven hundred engine. It was some piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, it was something did cheap. It like weight yeah. and balance but, handle it? Is that? Oh no, it, it was. It didn't weigh that much. It was okay. no worse no. than a passenger. It's a tri a tri pacer. Yeah, really good, useful load. So it'd be fine. Welcome, that guy. Some guy at the airport took a tri pacer like upside down and crap, didn't he? Oh, that was a, uh, a Colt. That was a Colt. Yeah, I don't like those. Same, things. very similar, but two seats, like this, like the smaller version. Two seats and fifty less horsepower. Yeah, I mean, I, but the structure, the the look is similar from a distance. Yeah, you, oh yeah, yeah. You know, if you're several hundred feet away, you might not notice yeah. the difference. Oh yeah, and I mean anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tripacer. Yeah. I mean, my that was my grandma's. She's actually got a tripacer on her tombstone. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that from the previous episode? I want to play more from Michaels since he yeah. wants to bash him. No, no, I, I, I just <laughs> want to play with the five blades in the front because that thing looks like a mean son of a bitch. Like yeah. the one where, how much was what it? Makes you think the five blades? Yeah, what makes you think the five blades makes it look badass? What? I mean, well, because like I, I joined all these like Facebook groups. You get. Airplanes for sale in Ohio. Airplanes for sale here. Airplanes for sale there. There's all these airplanes for sale. So I'm like, not even for me. I just want to find him for Scott because he doesn't want to look that much. So I want to look. I've, I've been looking. I, I bought a. I just bought a 140. Did I tell you guys that. That's a tail drag. No, 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 no. Right. Hold on. Let's talk about this 140. Does it have an engine? Yeah, just, no engine. Oh. You don't need an engine. Everything. Everything but the engine. What year? You parted it out. So that's one less step. Uh, I don't even know what year. I don't really care. Just was this metal, metal, metal wings or no? Metal. Metalized? Yeah, metalized. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's a, probably a 40, 46, 47. Yeah. If you got an I engine for it, would it fly? My, I do have an it. engine so for it, but I don't. It out. Yeah, I'm going to put the thing out. Did you sell any parts off that U10A? Where did you get it at? No. Not, U- not U2A one at? part. Yeah, not a, one part. U10A. Not one part. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, not even not even the parts that'll fit on any Cessna. It's like nobody wants them. I don't know. It's like what did you say? A three three twenty or three ten or something was the same. It's a three ten A. It's a military but version nobody, of three ten A. But nobody, nobody likes wants it. it. Nope. Shit. He's Rob scratching his head. He's like, like this is so off topic. He's like, what am I going to do with <laughs> this? Episode? At least this is flying, which is a huge yeah. improvement. Oh, it's in a salvage. You just have to edit out Gandhi's. Potty mouth. Oh, <laughs> crud, crud! It's in the salvage business. I mean, you can you can leave all this in, really, because it's aviation related. But you you're buying airplanes, the 140. Yeah, yeah. I bought a 140. Yeah, U2 bomber. That was the that was the worst purchase. You know, and I was part- thinking about it. If like 
if I decided I was going to sell airplane parts and that was the first plan I bought, I would never just be quit. doing it again. I'm, yep, I would never. You sold zero never, parts off that thing? Zero. Zero parts. Not even like the little like panels and stuff that work on like multiple Cessnas. I don't know what it is. Nobody wants parts off that thing. So I'm a creeper. I creeped on your page and saw the dollar amount of the parts they were listed for, but not one sold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if somebody wants one, they're going to have to buy mine because I'm the only one that has yeah. them. But <laughs> nobody wants them. <laughs> nobody wants them. <laughs> yeah. Man. You, you can't find them anywhere else. So I'm sure there's somebody out there with a 310A that's going to need some parts sooner or later, but it might be. 10 years from now. I don't know. You know. So it's not so bad Bud lost the fuel tank off the back of your truck. No. Because <laughs> nobody no. was going to buy it anyway. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'll you stick need with, I'll stick with 310 I'll stick with the right. yeah, uh, 310A. 310A. U, U2A or whatever the hell it is. Wasn't yeah, it U2A? Youth. Same concept. I, I should know this. I can't remember the military version of the th- the army version of the 310A. I don't know. You... That guy was going to restore it, though, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was. It was in his trailer. <laughs> he told me it was in a trailer. And I'm, yeah. He's like, I bet you never seen a 310 in a trailer before. And I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm thinking like a semi trailer. You know, like he took it apart and he's got like <laughs> a living a trailer. Snow. No, like a mobile home, like a house trailer. <laughs> Oh, like he I cut the wall out of, like he cut the wall out of I his have. house, and crammed this three ten inside of the house, and then With sealed the car, it back up. Or two in front of it, right? Yeah, there was a car. There was also a car in there too. <laughs> but he was not also living in this, was he? Yes, I think he was. No, he, no, no, no. He oh, didn't no. live in it. He lived in like, uh, I guess, I guess you would call it a house that was nearby, <laughs> next to it. Double wide. It. No, it was like it was a house, but it was not good. Not good. Wow. Very rough. Like these people, like Bud. Bud went with me to help me load it. The audience doesn't know who Bud is, but Bud's very hillbilly. And very, these very, very hillbilly. Take a deliverance and imagine Bud. These these guys made Bud look like city folk, <laughs> like. They almost took him out back and, you know, taught him a lesson for being two city folk. Nice. Bud. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine Bud looking like city folk. These are, these, they were, they were hillbillies. They're nice, very nice people. I mean, they were very helpful, very nice, but they were, there was, this plane was never getting fixed back up. Like the guy's son got his, AMP or whatever, and he was gonna like work on it and fix it, but it was never gonna happen. How did they? Get so I bought it. it you know? and I'm gonna sell parts. What? How did they end up with it? Did you know? Yeah, that's he the, saw I it for sale. It was uh, he went down to Arizona, got a U-Haul, hauled it back up here. Huh. All but, right. Yeah, part I, should, I probably shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have bought it because it was bad, bad purchase. You're trying to start an airline. Yeah, airplane not one part. Salvage God, business. Not one part. Don't yeah, buy don't that. Buy, plane. Don't buy any three ten. Yeah, I think the one forty. The one forty should do all right though. I mean, people like those things. You'd think, dude. I mean, I would rock the hell out of a one forty. I mean, right. if you think about it, it's we talk about Super Cubs J threes all the time. 
It is yeah, faster we than always J3. Forget, yeah, it's faster than J3. It's got cheaper than a J3. Oh yeah, you can buy them cheap. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. That's the thing. Like I found like with my very limited experience with selling airplane parts, the planes that there's more of them out there, like there's hardly any 310As out there. But there's hardly any parts out there. So you'd think like, okay, the parts are going to be worth a lot of money because like, there's hardly rare, any parts man. for them. I would think but, so too. But nobody's there. Nobody's buying them. The 172s, the 150s, there's a million of them out there. So the parts sell like crazy. What if you just Damn buy it. them all up and corner the market like RE5s? People a lot bigger. Than, yeah. yeah, how the recording the RE5 market work? Well, we sell a decent amount of RE5 parts. But, yeah, I mean, we we filter a couple in a year and we make some yeah, nice money. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the quarter of the market or anything. Yeah, no. End up flooding the market. Yeah. Eight and yeah. nine and two ends. Yeah, that works yeah. out. We got, I mean, it's, we it's got, not bad, but. It's all right. <laughs> a couple we... in here and there. Two hours later. Part C, pre-solo flight training. Okay, we're getting into what you need to do before you can solo, as far as in the airplane, what you need to learn. Take your boots off. They do not want the boots yeah, off. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that. You always take your boots anti- off. Anti-boots. Fly with, fly with um, your bare feet. Yeah, features sneakers or lightweight yeah. shoes. Yeah, sneakers. Not yeah. in the regs, but good information. Good information. Yeah. Don't fly Makes in sense. thick thick shoes or boots because it's hard to feel the rudders. How to judge the rudder pedals? Yes. Especially if you have toe brakes. If you have toe brakes, it's makes it hard. Oh, to... We have toe brakes. I don't know if we had toe brakes or not, but we had we had so some... heel brakes be easier. No, I'm saying like like hand brakes, like in a tripod. We had toe brakes. You push you forward on like your feet. Scott? Yeah, I mean, if you have heel, if you have toe brakes or heel brakes, you don't want to fly with boots. But if you're like, because you can't short, tell how much pressure you're putting on. Okay. If you're in a tri pacer or something, and you got the the hand, brake, I hate tri pacers. I'm back to that. The Johnson bar. Well, I don't know what it's called, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Come on, Jeremy. Well, you look, you look like you look disappointed in this. You look disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, you guys are a trip. Um. So hold on. So in the J three, you know, when we're ski flying, you're wearing boots. You're always wearing boots. In case you break the ice and your feet get cold. Well, no, it's freezing ass cold in the airplane. Oh, I haven't flown a J three in a long time. I haven't flown a J three in a long time, but I feel like me too. Me too. You probably could hit the heel brake with the boot on. on. Yeah. Oh, good. That's that's good news. I just want to make sure I haven't been doing it wrong. All these years. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lee. You told you told me. I mean, you can't do it. So, no, I'm saying sure. it would be easier with a lighter, thinner shoe on than a boot. But you're gonna have frostbite. But I, apo- on your I apologize. Toes. I apologize. I won't let that I happen so. again. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like right now, you wouldn't go jump in your 150 and five boots on. Why would I? I would. If I if I was still flying, I probably would. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't you? I would. Well, for one, <laughs> Rob would. I heard that from. Well, no, if you used to just, that's what you wear every day. I mean, I, I, I could. I wouldn't wear them because I had to refill my drink. Um, Catch up with you guys. I could. I could. And I have. I could. And I have. But why would I? Well, I just think 
Well, well, I mean, are you worried about the boots scuffing up something, or like what is no, the? No, it just it makes it easier to It makes it easier to find the brake and the rudder. I probably have at least two hundred hours barefoot. Yeah, I mean, it's barefoot is the best way to fly. If you're flying, you definitely feel everything. You're flying something with a, you're flying a Cessna with a, with a, with toe brakes. I've never flown the heel brake stuff barefoot. Would that hurt Lee? Would that work well? Or I don't think so. I mean, I I feel like I would have a hard time actually hitting it. Just like I don't have that much mobility in my joints. Like if you look if you look at my hand, that's that's as far back as I go. Like I don't have that type of articulation. So like in my ankle, I can't. Maybe you should take something for your joints. (laughs) A joint supplement. Yeah, you have like arthritis or something. So I, I, I need, I like having a little bit of heel to like, so boots, I don't want to say the boots help because they do, you, you do, you don't have the feel. Like if you think about like a race car driver, they have really thin soles so they can feel, you know, what they're doing. Hey, yeah. In an airplane, My brother-in-law like is a race car driver. Don't be talking about his soul like that. I bet. I you, bet he has, he wears thin soled shoes. Does he, I bet does he, he still does. drive? Oh, shoes. Okay. Does he still drive anything? Uh, or is he out no, of that? Not right now. Not right now. No. no. Everybody was thinsel condoms. <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll move. Free solo. I, I thought he said he only had like six beers. What, what number are you on? Uh, Johnny. Seven. Ten? What? How many more you got? I'm out. I'm out. This is it. Oh man. Okay. I'm drinking. So good. Not enough. Okay. Uh, so section C part one or something. It's almost over, right? Prior to conducting a solo flight, a student pilot must have one receiving log flight training for the maneuvers and procedures of this section that are appropriate to the make and model of aircraft to be flown, and two demonstrate satisfactory proficiency and safety as judged by an authorized instructor on the maneuvers and procedures required by this section in the make and model of aircraft or similar make and model of aircraft to be flown hmm. so that's basically that's basically putting us up for the next section right of what we actually have to do for like because we're this episode's single engine airplanes we're not dealing with all this other junk no for one because we'll never make it two we'll never uh make it never make it uh <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about well, almost, it almost put me to sleep but i'm good <laughs> Okay, glad you made it through. I try to say it as fast as I could. He's the segment of audience that does not like it when we read the bag. No, no, I do not like that. There is is a segment of our audience that that does not like it when we read the bag, and that's that's you. All right, can we go off script a little bit here, Rob? Email. Email. Wait, wait, have we gone off happening? What? Are you closing the episode? I don't know what's happening. Absolutely, let's cl- let's close this son of a bitch. <laughs> we still have all of D to do. We haven't gotten into the meat of the segment. We, we still why are you yeah. doing emails? Well, why were you, you in the email? Threw us off, Rob? I'm Tell not doing emails. emails. I was saying emails do an AB, AB split tests. Uh, e- send us feedback whether you like us reading the reg or not. I'm oh, okay, curious. okay. That's what. Uh, I, that's what. Right. That's what. Oh, I, was I thought say. you were closing the episode out. No, 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 no. Go ahead. You can. You can if you want to. Please continue, Rob. Nobody knew where you were going with that. If I don't, I don't get home soon, I'm going to get that. cut off for a long time. <laughs> Guarantee it. It'd be a consolidation prize. 
Um, Good. I don't know where I was going with that. It's not called um, consolidation. Um, consolidation. 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 Consolidation, but you know, we'll go with it. <laughs> well, okay. So, so here's the thing. So, Gandhi, what do you remember much about the the flight training stuff you went through? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. With your instructor, absolutely. So, I mean, can you can you name anything specific? Any kind of like skill building stuff that that you did with him? Oh yeah. Um. And can you enlighten me on anything? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Like dude. They keep, they keep looking at me. Um, who's, who's, who's looking at you? Him, him, him. We're all on webcam. You look oh, at okay. the thing. So, yes. Oh, we, okay. See, so we take we off. We can see you. We can see oh, you. Okay. So, we take off and you fly like anybody else. And you get up in the air. And you go around. And then you, when you get to that point... You would pull the carburetor heat on to make sure you didn't get ice in the carburetor. What point? Oh, okay. Perpendicular from the runway. I have something. I have something relevant here. Oh, here we go, Scotty. Oh boy, carburetor how, heat. How, how do you how do you pull when you're coming in for a landing? You fly your downwind, right? You remember downwind? Yes, correct. And and you apply carburetor heat. How do you You're apply the up. carburetor? How do you apply the carburetor heat? You pull it out. Yeah, but how fast? Like what rate? Fast? Yeah, what would you, what would you oh, say? Well, you, when you, you get, slam it, when you, you get slam it on? It, when you get No, no, no. Absolutely not. You don't want to you don't want to come in uh-huh. fast and hard. Uh-huh. You don't want to come in hard. No. So, exactly. Did you learn fast. that on your knowledge test? From experience. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, you're coming down the runway and uh downwind? Coming down the runway. No. You're pooping de- uh, you're parallel to the runway. You see it okay. over here. Okay. Yes. You're over here downwind. flying along, you see it, and you you're yeah. gonna come in this way around. You can't see my hands probably. No, no, yeah, okay. So you're downwind. you're downwind, you're gonna do a standard left pattern. Right. So when you're midway through the runway going the other way. You pull the heat on a little bit to get the old ice off the carburetor, and then you come around, and then you you put the flaps in a little bit, and you feather it off, and you <laughs> flop her down. Flop her no down. big deal. You did basically think, walk through. I think you might have missed. No big deal. <laughs> Lee left. Lee just left. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lee did I just piss him off? <laughs> Lee, just, Lee just quit. Lee just walked off. No, did I piss him off? I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's back. Animals. He's back. He's back. That's about right. Like when you you're coming out of it, but you're perpendicular to it, and you're like, at this point, you gotta put the carburetor heat off. Downwind. 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 Correct, Bob. Because at next, that point, you want to make sure there's called? no. What's the next leg called? I'm not there yet. When you're going downwind, 
you want to make sure there's no effing ice building up. So you, you heat that son bitch up, and then you come down, and you make your turn, and then you're coming in that way. And by the time you're coming in that way, you better have it all together. Because that's what's important. The runway's then, coming. <laughs> no, the runway's over there. So at, that, at this point, you're, you're lined up with it, more or less. You are. You are lined up with it, more or less. And you want to make sure. Yep. You got a final. So then, you do all those things that the instructor told you to do. Like, like check all the, the knobs and the buttons and the gauges and make sure they're all just how they should be. This is maybe one of the most down-to-earth <laughs> ways of explaining this that we've had on the show yet. No, no. I, seriously, you, you want to make sure they're all how they should be. We, and then, we over here is like he's he's highly he's highly stressed right now. So you don't seem that we, stressed. So then, bottom line is you come in and you make sure your speed like sixty, sixty-five, maybe about in that range. Nah, maybe fifty in a Cessna one fifty. Yeah, yeah, sixty, you're in a, sixty-five, you're in a maybe one fifty. Nah, Knots, knots, K N T S, and you're coming Your in. Speed indicator isn't marked in knots, though. Yeah, it's in yeah, miles it's in the, per hour. It's in, if you're, it's if you're like at sixty, if you're at 60, if you're at sixty mile an hour, you're a little slow. Uh-oh. Sixty knots is sixty knots is fine. Sixty mile an hour. Uh, yeah. We'll move into part D. Uh, see if I want to address carburetor ice. Okay. So I just handed. I just happen to have a pilot's handbook of aeronautical knowledge handy okay and so uh for you know people learning to fly carburetor ice you know is a phenomenon you know that you will experience and um, you know it's 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 highly unlikely anymore in, in a lot of the lycomings uh which is what most airplanes trainer airplanes have anymore uh they're not susceptible to carburetor ice but a little excerpt here is um blah 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 if det- uh, when conditions are conducive to carburetor icing during flight periodic checks should be made to detect its presence and so we simulate that in the training environment. So you want to adhere to how you're actually going to use it if carburetor ice is encountered. That's why we do it. Because in the since you're it just if you're just doing takeoffs and landings in the pattern, you're kind of simulating a flight from takeoff through touchdown with a cross country in the middle, not just a lap in the pattern. That's not realistic for the way airplanes are intended to be used, except in the training environment. So we have to simulate that as best we can. And the blurb here says if detected, so that's where Scott could probably call bullshit on me, but if detected full carburetor heat should be applied immediately and should be left in the on position until the pile is certain all the ice has been removed. Um, If ice is present, applying, hold on. Hold on, hold on. If ice is present, applying partial heat or leaving heat on for an insufficient time might aggravate the situation. So, in all cases, in both prongs of that little spear, it would indicate to me that using partial heat or bringing it on slowly is a bad technique if you actually really encountered it, which is what we are simulating by turning it on at all in the pattern in the training environment. I agree. Scott. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Well, I don't know. I mean, you guys seem to think have a different, have a different opinion about everything I say. So 
No, this is we've talked I mean, about this in previous you're the, episodes. You're the expert. I just no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no, no. I'm not the expert. I'm not the expert. I'm just saying that. I mean, it's a big misnomer. A lot of people want to bring it on slowly, and I'm not saying you yank it out of the dash. I know we make fun of that, but I'm not saying you yank it out of the dash. But you don't want to use partial heat, and you do want to use. You do want to go. You want to use it in a manner that if the worst case scenario is actually happening, you're going to address the worst case scenario as best you can with the equipment you have. You don't want to do a little bit and hope that it's enough. And it's not. And then again, like it says here, you've aggravated the situation, which I don't want to go into the science behind the aggravated situation, but um, yes, full carb heat, unless you have a carburetor temp gauge. That's what I always did. Fully engage it. Um, we'll move on to part D, Delta. Um, Gandhi has left the building. Oh, his laptop died. Yeah, I'm he not sure what me. happened. Yeah, what he said. Laptop say? died. He said the laptop died, and that you set him up with, and it did not have a charger, so he's going to bed. Mm, battery. Okay. Yeah. Um, didn't give him the charger when you set that up, or? Well, it was fully charged. I didn't think it would die that quick. Okay. Anyway, and apparently you can't look at the numbers up on the we'll, uh, little we'll battery bar there. But. We'll try to wrap this up. Uh, well. Maneuvers and procedures for pre-solo flight training in a single engine airplane. A student pilot who is receiving training for a single engine airplane rating or privileges must receive and log flight training for the following maneuvers and procedures. So one, proper flight preparation procedures, including pre-flight planning and preparation, power plan operation, and aircraft systems. That's pretty straightforward. Make, yep, make sure the airplane's good to go. Uh, two, taxiing or surface operations, including run-ups. This is doing everything you do while you're on the ground, um, which you learn in flight training. Uh, part three, takeoffs and landings, including normal and crosswind. So this is landings and taking off. You've got to be fairly good at that before you go up by yourself. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. Um, episode went very... Different turn once Gandhi left. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're missing a lot of great comments on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, four straight and level flight and turns in both directions. Super straightforward. Uh, five climbs and climbing turns. Again, self-explanatory. You got to be pretty good at that, or like competent, I should say. Because yeah. I mean, you're flying the pattern. You're yeah. gonna fly the fly the pattern, so you got to be able to do them. Yes. You know? uh, and then six, we get into airport traffic patterns, including entry and departure procedures, which uh, Gandhi so eloquently described to us uh, before his or Scott's laptop died. Um, seven. I thought about bringing the charger, but it was fully charged. I didn't think it would die that quickly. Well, note to self for uh, oh, for next yeah, time. I guess. Uh, seven collision avoidance, wind shear avoidance, and wake turbulence avoidance. Oh man, this would scare. This would scare like regular pilots. If you hit this kind of stuff, like wind shear or wake turbulence, as a student pilot, like on your initial solos, oh, that'd be like devastating. Yeah, that'd be that would be rough. Lee's shaking his head. No, no, yeah, no, um, no. I mean, it, it probably would be. I, I you just. No, no Putting big deal. Professionals in the room. Yeah, um, I, I I don't like that stuff. Um, 
Eight, descents with and without turns using high and low drag configurations. This is flaps, no flaps for a student pilot. Typically, there's no gear or speed brakes and all that other convoluted stuff when you're doing your initial solo, I would assume. Uh, number nine, flight at various airspeeds from cruise to slow flight. Changing your speed. Ten, stall entries from various flight attitudes and power combinations with recovery initiated at the first indication of a stall and recovery from a full stall. Again, this is not stalling your engine. This is stalling the wing. That's what we mean in aviation. Yes. An aerodynamic stall, not a power plant yeah. stall. Like I always, I always have to explain that to people when I'm talking to yeah. people about flying. It's like, well, the news. You talking know, about, when, talking about stall. stalls. It's like, yeah, it's like, no, it's, you know, some people get it. And some people are like, what do you mean? Like, it's well, not an engine. Like, it's, it's yeah. sometimes it's hard to explain. Like, what, how, how would you, somebody who does, has no clue about anything to do with flying, how would you explain a stall to them? I would say very easily. I would first start by saying the engine is running perfectly. It's at full power. I would start by saying that. So they understand, oh, it's not an yeah. engine problem. The engine is running perfectly, yeah, at full power, but the wing is no longer making lift. Yeah, I guess that that would work. Yeah, because you need you need to address their you need to address their understanding that the engine you're is below working the, fine. You're below the speed that the wing no, I don't is even capable. say speed. You're beyond no. the angle of attack. Speed doesn't matter. Well, people who don't fly don't might not be familiar. Well, yeah, with so why even talk? Attack. I mean, why why? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you've been in a conversation the wing with somebody is no that doesn't longer fly. making lift. Yeah, okay. The wing is no longer making lift. I guess. And just tell them all they need to do to make it fly again is do what? Uh, Mass Scott Go. De- well, make sure you're full power and decrease your angle of attack. Okay, so push the nose down. Yeah, you you are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, but yeah. That, but if we're talking to somebody who's like, oh my god, the news said this. That's how somebody died. Airplanes are dangerous. The engine was making full power. The wing no longer make make made lift. All they need to do is push the nose forward, and they would have yeah. regained flight. Right. Yes. Problem solved. We know it's a little more complicated than that, but to the casual, you know, general population. Yeah. All so many people that have died, all they need to do, honestly, all they need to do is just let go of the controls and the airplane will pretty much fly. Now you have to have some altitude to, to cash in to regain that flying speed. That's where some skill would come in if they didn't have any altitude to play with. But I've, yeah, that's another story for another day. But yes, we should probably do one on stalls. It'd be a good meaty episode. Oh yeah, we got a lot in the yeah, and the training that we go through with stalls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stick shaker, stick pusher, all that stuff. Yeah, my phone's I'm reading this off of my phone and it's at two percent, so we're gonna blast through this. Uh, eleven emergency procedures and equipment malfunctions. This is in trainer airplanes. This is not as elaborate as some more complicated airplanes, but you do need to know the emergency procedures. Twelve ground reference maneuvers, which we've discussed previous episodes. Um, that's probably not self-explanatory if you're not familiar with flying. This is the pat. All the ground reference maneuvers are all the yeah, S turns across round, turn, turns around a point, and a rectangular course. All those are designed entry level in your first few flight lessons. 
getting you geared towards flying the traffic pattern at an airport. So if the instructor thinks you can fly the pattern fine and you've gained those skills flying the pattern, this is this is nothing. Yeah. So 13 approaches to a landing area with simulated engine malfunctions. So you basically practicing if the engine were to fail how to how to handle that. Um, 14 slips to a landing. What is what is a slip? I don't know if we've ever talked about that before. Yeah, much. Probably not. Slip is when basically. You can use flaps, right? No, you can use flaps. You can do it with flaps. Well, you I know, guess some you can do flaps don't have and flaps. a slip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But typically, if you just, have flaps, you don't need to do a slip, right? Well, I mean, it just depends. You know, remember, again, in a 150, you got 40 degrees of flaps. You're never high. Well, that's you're true. I'm spoiled. High. Yes, I'm you spoiled. are. I'm spoiled. I'm glad you're acknowledging yeah. that. Finally. You yes, can drop that 150 in just about episodes. anywhere, but yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Um, but like in something that's maybe a little more slippery, has a little less flaps, a little less drag devices, a slip maybe, or if you don't, yeah, if you don't have flaps at all, um, you know, uh, J3 Cubs, Cessna 120s, things like that, all the tail draggers, all these guys are used to it, and they're very easy to use the rudder. You know, you're very engaged with that. But you're exposing the side of the airplane. You're using it like a big flap, like a big air brake. So you're just going to, you know, step on that inside rudder uh, and, you know, lower that wing, that inside wing, and you're going to expose, you know, the, the uh, oncoming air to the whole side of the airplane. You'll descend quick and you'll, you won't necessarily bleed speed. Uh, but you'll descend quick. So kind of, you know, scrub off that extra altitude without gaining speed, which is really kind of what the uh, flaps are designed for, for the most part. You're not getting any lift. Out of flaps, you are getting some lift coefficient, uh, so it can give you some maneuvering margin, and that's another story for another day uh, that we don't really worry about or talk about in uh, light GA airplanes, but you're not going to get those benefits. But from a drag perspective, the slip is a good technique in a lot of aircraft. Some aircraft is strictly prohibited. You have to know, you have to know your airplane. Um, you know, that's all in the air, air uh, airplane flight manual. Know your airplane, but it can be a good technique if it's allowed in your aircraft. Yeah, I didn't have a ton of experience with slips. And then I went, those banner planes did not have flaps. So you had to slip it in whenever, yeah, every most landings were slips. So I got very familiar with it. Why, why, why were they slips? What were do you, you did you have to be high? Um, we're going into Hollywood airport a lot. So it's like, you're kind of at the mercy of helping out air traffic controllers and stuff. And, you know, sometimes you have like a short, they cut you over on, on crosswind in the final kind of sooner than later. Cause there's got traffic coming in. So it, just, it would just happen a lot where, you would end up higher and, and put in a slip to get it down quicker. Huh. Okay. But they did drop like rocks too. I've never, I've never used a slip. Like practically speaking. Yeah. I never I've had never, either with the exception of the banner plans. We used them all the time. I, 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 but to me, I mean, I'm not knocking you. I just, that's, that's, that seems to be like poor planning. If you have to slip, you planned, you didn't plan correctly. I don't know what to tell you. We just did them a lot in the those those particular airplanes. I mean, it can be fun. I mean, I get that. But I mean, 
you're so high that you wouldn't have cried. I mean, I, whatever. I mean, I, I get it. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, there's no, there's no flaps. So you'd set up, Adjust. you'd set up situations where you know you do some flaps, and you get into those situations with that plane. So it's every instance you'd use flaps in a normal plane, you'd slip it in. It's it was like part of the plan. Like you're planning on slipping it in a lot of times. There's, okay, I'm going to cut over here. I'm going to end up. I'm at this height, but we're going to go in, you know, base and then final. Like right now, the work with ATC, and then you just you know you're just going to slip it because it was very common. Controllers with that company actually kind of expect the airplanes to be able to do that. To drop like rocks, which they do even without slipping. Sometimes you need that little extra more just to get it down really quick. I don't I don't know what to tell you, Lee. Just ended up doing them I, a lot. I wish you did. I wish you did. I wish you knew. <laughs> tell me. Then uh, 15 go-arounds. Scott, you had a pretty strong opinions on go-arounds. Yeah, just don't do them. Why? You do have to. You do have to know how to do them, though, for the uh, the pre-solo. Yeah. yeah. No, it, I'm uh, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. If if you're unsure, you should do a go-around. But yeah. I, in a, in a 150, there have been like very, 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 very few times when I've had to do a go-around because you have 40 degrees of flaps and you're not going that fast to begin with. So it almost has never happened to me where I actually have to do a go-around. But from a like logical standpoint of what you should do, if you feel at all that you can overshoot the runway, or there's an issue. You should do it. You should do it around. It's a very mature position you've taken on this. This uh, is a new Scott Boris. This is a new yeah. Scott Boris. Yeah. We literally well, have an I, episode I'm, subtitle of "Is, uh, is I the know, Go Around but, the Gay Marriage of Aviation?" Well, I know. I mean, it, it is. It is. Like, honestly, <laughs> you shouldn't. You you really shouldn't. You shouldn't get to that point. We have to do a go around. You should. But if either, you do, don't hesitate. If you do, do, if you do, go ahead and do one. I mean, all right. Am 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 I going to go to your gay marriage? I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm fine with so, it. I don't really care. Okay. I'm not judge you. I wish your brother was still here for this. Um, <laughs> next year we'll uh, we'll remember the charger for the laptop. Um. Email is our preferred method. Oh, before I do that, because people know the, the spiel, they might cut out one live component, rubberburger.com backslash live. Uh, there is an email sign up as of this recording, or I will send out an email when I figure out and announce how we're going to actually do the live streaming of the recordings from like a technical perspective. Um, and then two, I want to start mentioning this now. Like um, We're st- Coming up towards the end of the year, um, we do 50 recordings a year. So we're at 43, I believe this episode is. If not, something happened. Yeah, what, what month, what weeks do we take off? Christmas? And, uh... Yes, we're taking off. Um, yeah, Christmas. with the first, first 50 Thursdays of the year, we release an episode at 0700 Zulu. It goes out of our server, and most podcast players will have it on your phone or other listening device with, within a few hours of that release. And 
But yeah, 2020, yeah, let me blow your minds. 2020, just when you thought you it, it was more screwed up, you'd assume we're gonna skip for two weeks, right? We're actually skipping three weeks. There's 53 Thursdays in 2020. So oh, keep shit. that in mind. Lee's, Whoa. Lee's looking excited. Wow. So yeah. Vacation. So yeah, when we yeah. hit, I'll do some reminders here going out. But yeah, when you hit 50 episodes and you're waiting for 51 to come out, 51 will be the first Thursday of 2021. Um, so yeah, I wanted to say that, the live thing. Email, it's our preferred method of communication. My email is F-A-R-A-I-M at robertberger.com. P-E-R-G-E-R is the German way, not the sandwich way. And Mr. Griffin is F-A-R-A-I-M at leegriffing.com, G-R-I-F-F-I-N-G. And Scott is F-A-R-A-I-M at scottforrest.com. And if you'd like to message anything to Gandhi, just email F-A-R-A-I-M at scottforrest.com and he can forward it to him. Because Gandhi's not the guest where we really give out contact information. It's not. No. He's, um, yeah. So if you... You can, you can text him if you want. You can text him. Uh, yeah. Uh, 419-239-9469. Yeah. Oh, wow. he, he won't answer if you call, but you can give him a text. <laughs> Edit that out. Uh, no, you can leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bother, don't bother calling because he won't answer. 419-239-9469. Just give him a text. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll decide what I do with that when I sober up and edit this. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks again for listening. Uh, feedback is always appreciated. We took a break from our mailing it in series for this episode, uh, but yeah, we are uh, trying to wrap up the season here, uh, recording wise on our end, and get ready for that that live component of 2021. Again, thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks, guys. See you. I got a floating mic too. See that? Wow. I was looking at a microphone like Gandhi setup, like Dave Ramsey does that, but I think it'd interfere with our drinking. Yeah, I don't know. You could probably get around that. Just go like it's annoying because that's what we have to do when we're in the plane moving it all the time to take a drink. When you're dr- yeah. when you're drinking a beer. No, I'm drinking like a Coke or even, you know, chugging down a thing of M and M's or something, you know. Drinking Scott, drinking a beer. Yeah, we got. Me and my neighbor are gonna uh, double on the uh, glider machine. Oh, does he got two seats on that thing? He said he strapped me on. Really? That'd be sweet. Like he said, he he said he on his lap. Or (laughs) I I didn't ask. Uh, If he flies anything like, if he flies anything like his buddy, I would not go with him. He says he does way more stuff than that.
He doesn't oh, even fly. No. He gets he gets told up in gliders and he glides for like hours. I don't even know. But uh well, from what I saw the other guy doing in that powered parachute, yeah. I would oh, not. Oh yeah, I thought go. I was gonna like he's doing loops like he's doing loops like fifty feet off the ground. I was ready to call nine one one like five times. Oh, he he's going up like like five hundred feet, diving down straight down and doing like loops. Like he'll pull up like like a hundred feet, fifty feet above the ground. And he pulls it, it off. I don't know. Loop it around. Like I thought I was getting ready to like get my phone out to call nine one one because he's yeah, diving straight at the ground. Several times. And he's doing he's doing loops like right above the ground at I mean a pretty high rate of speed. Probably probably a hundred feet off the ground. And like I thought he was out of control. Yeah, I thought he was I thought he lost control and he was like spinning around and like looping around. I'm like, oh no, god, he's he's, this guy's it. about to die right in front of me. And then he just kept doing it, and I'm like, okay, obviously yeah. he's doing it on purpose. But it, it was not safe. Yeah, no, nobody, it's, should, it's be, pretty nobody, should, nobody no. should be doing that. No, no, not at all. This isn't a glider? No, it's a paraglider. Powered glider. Powered paraglider. That's the one with your feet. It's a parachute with your feet. It's the landing gear. With the fan no, on you the should idea. see the shit. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah, this, this guy's insane. Yeah. Scott and Bobby haven't sent you videos. You should see this guy. It's like stupid. Yeah, yeah. Send me oh, some yeah. videos. I don't have any videos of it. I don't need videos next time. I, I literally thought a minute. the first time I saw him do it, I literally thought this guy is about to die or be seriously injured. Oh, yeah. I should I should be ready to call 911 because I but saw like, him coming down, like spiraling around. He uses He's his like, momentum to like swing himself. Yeah, he up uses momentum. It's back. like it's like swinging. Yes, it's like, crazy. Like, like tie something to the end of a string and swing it around. Like that's basically yeah, what he was doing. It's a pendulum then, effect you can do with those. Yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah, but, it's but not, he would it's not he good. would wait until he was like almost gonna crash fifty feet above the ground to recover. Hmm. Uh, have you guys ever watched YouTube videos like Tucker got? He does a lot of this stuff. No, but this guy's a savage. No, I, I mean I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of people that do it, but I would not do it. Like. My guy Castro Road, he has like a lot of money invested in his little machine, and it's yeah. not. <laughs> I don't know. Buy a real airplane for that kind of money. Right. If I, if, I don't know. I don't know. How much he got into that thing? He said he had, uh, probably like sixty thousand dollars in that little thing. Jesus, what is it? Does he have a a powered parachute? Isn't it? It's a powered parachute, but he's got it's the, all professional. He's got the, He's got the 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 one with wheels and stuff on it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. got the gear. And the, yeah, and the top of the top of the top of the line motor that was like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, which I don't even know how you oh can spend thirty thousand dollars. You, you, you could buy an motor. airplane for that, right? Yeah. Was it a Rotex nine twelve? Um, that's they aren't even that much. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what you it is. Buy a, you could buy a one seventy two for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't know. No, too thanks. dangerous for me. All but, of that yeah. to not get like an airplane pilot right. certificate. I don't get it. So I'm gonna go fifty miles an hour or less. No, it'd be fun. Dollars. It's a thrill. It'd be fun, I mean, but it, I, it does look fun. I would do it. Like if you could buy the setup for like ten grand, that's one thing. But if you're putting sixty, grand, that's what he told it, me. That's... He said you can buy it way cheap, but it's dangerous. Yeah. He said you gotta yeah. do it my way. It's safe. Uh, oh, sixty grand. Well, you can be even like go somewhere yeah. with. I mean, people you could, for sixty you could get grand. A, yeah, you can get a a mid to high time Cherokee six for sixty grand. <laughs> if you right. look hard enough, right? 
and don't mind a little corrosion. Well, maybe not <laughs> that's corrosion, over, but that's over exaggerated. Maybe that's not going to fall. You could find you could find mid time that needs a paint job for sixty grand. If you wait, what long. about an engine though? Mid time engine you're talking about, or yeah, yeah, mid time engine. Who cares about the airframe? We're on the hours up on that. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends what you think you want to do with it. If you want to keep it for forever, I would rather start with a low time. But well, yeah, but I mean, look at look at twenty eight. Nobody's ever going to put the hours that thing has on it, and it's still flying. Yeah, I I understand. I get the point. Cherokee six, you cannot keep it in your garage. There's some. Uh, well, that's true. You can't put it on a trailer. You can't put it in a trailer and drive it around the country and fly it wherever you want. But that's not a selling point to me. I'll fly the Saratoga around the country. Fuel's expensive. Fuel fuel burns probably a little different. Yeah, yeah, but you get there. Uh, I've talked to some Northern Ohio pilots, and apparently there's an airport up there where the hangar rent is way too high. So if you were trying to avoid that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just there's a couple people yeah. mentioned it. That's the the hangar rent at this one particular grass strip, small grass strip, Ohio, really high hangar rent yeah. is unacceptable. I would just leave mine outside, no big deal. <laughs> Put a tarp Throw a tub over, over that bitch in the winter and yeah. ride in the spring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Make sure there's no uh, like bees nests up with the cooling fans there and whatever. You're good to go. <laughs> Can't have the bees. <laughs> well, no, it's just the cooling fans. <laughs> well, they're air cooled, they're not liquid cooled, so you don't want uh, you don't want bees nests clogging the air coolness of it. Well, yeah. Well, if you can get some Correct. honey yes. on your pre-flight, that's true. That'd be a bonus. It'll That'd be, be a bonus. Nice and warmed up by the time you land. Honey yeah, song flow a lot easily. Yeah. It's ten to twelve dollars a pound right now for honey. So it's really crazy. You could offset the cost of fuel for songs and honey. Yeah. Only, only I you would know the price of honey. <laughs> it is ten to twelve. It's ten to twelve dollars a pound. I'm thinking about being you're a probably, beekeeper. You're probably asking the price per pound of like most commodities. He probably knows it. I do. <laughs> well, no, I, I. Have you seen bees nest? It's sweet. How would I get some bees? It's on his ticker. He's scrolling across <laughs> yeah, the bee. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're just laughing. I'm going to have bees nest like you wouldn't believe stacked out all over the place. No, that's the British pound, not a pound of honey. <laughs> no, if I lived up there, I'd totally have a, a beehive out on the... Uh, oh, I'm going to. My next year right now, I will have... Of the runway. I will have eight to ten beehives by this time next year. I'm going to stack them... Oh, God. Up. I am. <laughs> You, watch, watch YouTube. It's fun. It's fun shit. You guys are going to have to update <laughs> AirNav. Say warning hornets on east end, of, hornet. west no. end of hornet, field. Hornets are bad things. Bees are sweet. Don't Honey. land. Don't land at Huron Airport if you have a bee. You get it for allergy. free. Yeah, if you got a bee allergy. No, you 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 put things on Facebook and say, hey, if you got a bee infestation in your house, you come get them, and you smoke the little fog thing on, and you catch them all, and you put them in your hives. And next thing you know, you got honey. Next thing you know, you're rich because you're making twelve bucks a pound. No, no, you're not rich at all. It's like you can make a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it it probably takes a while to make a pound of honey. A pound of honey, yeah. And what is it a pound? Ten, ten, twelve. Here here we are on solar requirements talking about how much a pound of honey is. 
Yes, but before we move on, syrup. What do you think? Like, how much? Maple oh, what's the price of maple syrup? I actually have no idea. <laughs> I've only been following the bee honey. <laughs> well, I bought some the other day off a of honey maker, and I'm like, holy shit! So I did some research, and I'm like, that could be fun. Like, I'm not gonna get rich off it, but it could be fun. Oh, lo- well, you gotta buy all the bottles and. No, those are bottles. What do you mean? How do you sell it then? Oh, the containers you sell it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The cheap. The, okay. Like, the dirt cheap. Is right. it FDA regulated at all? Like, or are you just like Amish? somewhat, somewhat? Yes. Yeah. Not in Ohio, because some you have to pasteurize it. You don't have to pasteurize it in Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank Ohio God. You have to spin it, yeah. so it it like goes the outside of the spinny thing, and uh-huh. then you just collect it and you pour it into the jug and you call it a day. So on your label, it's going to say we've put this through the spinny thing. Properly, they don't ask if you're buying honey off some guy on the side of the road. You don't get <laughs> how do you spun it? Yeah, yeah. If you go to the motorcycle, on. if you buy if you're buying uh, honey off a motorcycle salvage yard, you probably don't really care about what. What's <laughs> no, you do not give a shit how you processed it. <laughs> it all got started because I went to boys' party and Katie Anna was selling it. I bought a bottle of it and I just started drinking it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So I pulled some of my shot and I drank some more of that with my shot, and I was like. That's pretty good. And I got what, home. Does, and I, does Fred and, have bees? Yeah, Leonard has bees. Oh, okay. He told me all about the other day. It's a complicated process because yeah. the queen gets pissed off and leaves, and all the men follow. Yep. So then it's uh, like, what just, the hell do you, you do lose now? The whole colony. Yeah. Yeah, but if they don't go very high, you cut the colony down and put it in a box and put it back in, and you just I don't know. I've, been, I've, been, I've honestly been this year. I've been looking into this as well. This is weird that you brought it up. There's a company. Yeah. It's an Australian company. Well, f- after this, we'll move on. Um, it's called Flow Hive. Mm-hmm. It's a, they're a little bit pricier for the thing, but instead of having to like harvest the honey, you take like normal beehives. You have to take the whole damn thing apart, and it's like a giant well, really, process. You leave, I could tell you all about it. But there's there's this company called Flow Hive where they made it's patented to the, just them. Where you basically have this key and you just turn it and it just pours out and then it closes. You never even have to open it up to get the honey. The That's bees don't even the, the bees don't even know. It's like a few hundred bucks for a beehive or something. Hmm. Yeah. Not that wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah not really. No. Back to solo requirements. But it does sound fun. I just thinking I'm just not trying to get rich. I just don't have space for it. Down in here in I Florida. Really, I have no space for nothing. You guys got if acres, I bring any more stuff over here, Scott's gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Right? I know. Part, full yeah. Gasket. Yeah. We need. We need to get that that shit cleaned out of that building so we can build more shelves in there. As it is, mm-hmm. like I said, he's gonna blow a gasket. Yeah. I just want there to be a description on eight eight Delta in the official regs. Uh, beware of bees. I just think that'd be next, next year. You may have to when I get into bee business. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'm gonna have so many freaking beehives. You can't even look. Uh, if he if they he decides if he actually decides if he actually decides to collect bees, there'll be bees. I'll everywhere. have more bees than you'll have to do with it. Yeah, yes. he decided he wanted to collect old Ford tractors. They're everywhere. Ford tractors. <laughs> everywhere. Gandhi is a collector. It's a polite <laughs> way of saying a hoarder. Um, yeah. part two. <laughs> you, should, should try it again. I could. I'd probably just do it in an ultralight or something. I don't want to like take a real no, plane you need over to get, there. get comfortable with it and get like a Cherokee six or something. You take the whole family. I could. I thought about that, but it's like, eh. 
you know, I don't want to be like one of those Kennedys and kill well, everybody. Yeah. Well, just don't do things you, you're not capable of doing. Yeah. Well, I'd know? just be dead too, so it wouldn't matter. <laughs> well, that's, that's the spirit. That's one, that's one way to look <laughs> at it. <laughs> that's, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Gandhi's well, a, a family man. We'll just man. fly in the daylight. <laughs> quite the, that's quite the family man statement. <laughs> like, I guess if my family's dead, it doesn't matter because I'll be dead too. Well, I can't really think about it and say, oh, shit, I just killed my whole family because I'm already dead too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Com- that's the correct way to look at it. Comforting? Pro- probably not. <laughs> that's why I've just got to stick the ultralights. I can, no, I can see you no. ultralighting it. What, what can you get? What's a, a mid-time Cherokee six that maybe needs a paint job? I don't 60 know, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, sixty, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could buy a couple of those. You could buy one of those. You could put the whole family plus the dog and your baggage in there, and you could. I've been looking uh, on on Facebook. They got these things. They got like five propellers and they're angled so funnily all in the front. The thing looks mean. You ever seen those? I've, you're probably I've talking five, about like five propeller blades. They're like two point eight million. They're yeah, you're probably talking about like a platypus or something. Or a, I don't a know if it's a platypus or what, but it's got so many uh, blades in the front, it looks mean. <laughs> it's a single engine, but it's it's yeah. big, right? Okay. Yeah. So single like engine. a like a like a like a what are the Malibu I'll Mirage? I'll show you on Monday. A Matri- link Malibu Mirage Matrix. Gotta show Scott. They don't have Monday. five blades though. Yeah, they do. They have five blades. Five propeller blades. Oh, do yeah, they? No, they have five. Okay. They have five. Yeah, I mean the Meridian. Then they've changed the names. Like the M six hundred, M five hundred. Those are what used okay. to be the Meridians. Yeah. The TBM nine fifty or whatever the new one is. Yeah. That's what I would get. They the used Pilatus. like two point five million. It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah don't insane. get one of those. That's too expensive. It's probably well, I, can't, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. But I, it, yeah. it seems it looks looks mean. It looks like Get something I might like to ride six around. Or Saratoga. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or nothing. Or Cherokee Six Saratoga or Two Hundred Six, or Craigslist Ultralight, or Fly Commercial. Well, yeah, that's a lot easier. But yeah, Spirit Airlines. Yeah, and you can drink, and you can drink, and you can drink. You can do that otherwise too. You just don't know about it. <laughs> Anyway, no. Well, I would just when, you, it's, when it's your kids a family, when your kids get a little <laughs> older, teach them how to fly, and then let them fly you around. Absolutely. It just, uh, then you could sit plan. in the back and drink. You can hardly justify buying an airplane. It's going to fly all over mm-hmm. the place. So yeah, no, you can't I'll, really. Yeah, they're not almost really, never. Yeah, yeah, no. Unless you're like stupid rich and you just feel like doing it. Well, if you really feel like saving time and you don't want to fly commercial, and you have tons of money, then it makes sense. But Right. Other than that, it's more of like I like to fly and I like to go places, so I'm willing to pay extra money to do it. Yeah. Yes. Correct. That is beautiful summary of something. Yeah. Um if we got off track. Yes. Part B. Oh, this this show gets off track big time, <laughs> all the time. I'm surprised you made it so, to part B. So we like <laughs> cut base, like we cut I'm, some of that out and I Rob's the editor. He he does a pretty good job at it. He makes them Edit, come out. Editor in chief. Huh? I do it on the yeah. fly. So yes. He he makes he makes them sound good somehow. Somehow, somehow, they, somehow they sound professional. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Scott and I did one on the uh, ACS. That's pretty bad. (laughs) I couldn't. If uh, there's something like by the end, like when we're completely wasted talking, he'll put it in after the the outro music. So Hmm. what if we wasted when it starts? That's that has happened. (laughs) That has happened. (laughs) No. All right. The sidetracking it. If I was up there more, I would buy a beehive, literally one of these flow hives. But I'm not I didn't, up there I didn't know there was like I didn't know there was any money in it. There's not. I mean, you have to be so yeah. fucking huge on scale. It's more like a hobby thing that you could make a little bit of side money on. Yeah, it, it's interesting as a hobby though. That's yeah. what interests me as a, as a hobby, just because it's well, and like the bees are disappearing, so it's you know you're supposed to do yeah. it. And I don't know That's about Ohio, sweet. but it's like some states you can like not pay any property tax. You ever, watched, you ever used, used to watch Stossel? Remember no, Stossel? No. On oh, Fox? yeah. He did a thing about, because uh, what the hell's his name? Big liberal musician guy. Uh, Springsteen. Oh. No, uh, Springsteen. Big liberal. You know, he's like super yeah. left-wing guy. He has like this huge estate worth like millions and millions of dollars in New Jersey, like mansion with like hundreds of acres. And he pays zero property tax on it because he has a couple beehives that he set up on it. Nice. <laughs> I tell you what Leonard made off the beehives. No. Oh, well, he was telling me about him over there. Um, he's got five hives and he said he made 15 gallons of honey. So he's pretty excited about so that. He said that's a lot of honey. Times, yeah. And uh, he sells it by the pound. So it's uh, 10, 10 to $12 Ten. a pound. And there's probably like eight pounds in a gallon. Eight pounds in a gallon. So I did the math mm-hmm. on it. He made like 11 to 1300 bucks. Yeah. How much time you got into it though? No. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, He's, he had to buy queens because queens fly away. When it's queens fly away, yeah, all the buy men fly away yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, he didn't make any money. Not very profitable. No, but it could be fun. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. I can my cat's it being a, my cat's being a bitch right now. So you're probably gonna have to edit out some cat meows. I'm gonna have to put her outside. All right, you hear that? Just put her down. Just put her down. No, no, she's a sweet little cat. Nah, put her right back. She's not gonna like this, but I'm gonna have to put her out at the office here. This is a shit show. That's why I got Scott's office. This Cats. is a shit show. Is it a shit show? <laughs> well, it's freaking Friday night. What do you, f- you know what I mean? Come on. Uh, I know. Well, she, she didn't want to go. All right. She's she's gonna want me to pet her with my feet. She's gonna get really pissed if I don't do it. So I'll just pet her with All my right. fucking. This part. is kind of kind of weird. Why don't you leave leave that kind of weird stuff out? Part two. <laughs> what? He can edit it out. It's not like we're. It's not like this all goes into the show. Oh, okay. It sounded kind of weird. You're gonna pet your cat with your feet. I don't know. <laughs> no, she's don't want weird. The, she doesn't like the public she to hear all that. No, she doesn't want to be touched with your hands. She wants to be pet with your feet. And if you don't put it with your feet, she's gonna sit there and meow at you. So I'm gonna have to sit here and pet the fucking cat with my feet. Yeah, do whatever you have to keep meows out of your yeah, audio yeah. track. Yeah. Right. You need to edit out. She's got a foot One, fetish. Two, three. Okay.
Wow. Bart C. Solo flying. What a hoot. <laughs> Here we are. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Bart C. I just sold a, sold a set of wings to some guy in Alaska. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just sold this too, and it was great, you know. Was it Anchorage? I don't know where no, he was, is, uh, but he just, he, he just bought them, and I, I said I'd crate them up for like 200 bucks, and then he went and just bought them. You don't them. want to crate those things up? No. Hell no. I should have told him like 500 bucks. You showed him like a thousand bucks. Holy shit. By the time yeah, you did yeah a thousand. Easily. Yeah, I should have just told him no. Yeah. Or just say, but, but he, paid, he, paid, he, paid like se- he paid like seven grand for them, so. What did he pay for shipping? He's gonna provide the shipping. I just have to create them. Oh, we'll charge him a thousand bucks to create them up. It couldn't cost you one a day and a half. Call it a day. Well, I charged him two or two fifty. I think I can't remember. Oh, you underpriced it. Charge the shipping. Well, yeah, the yeah, but I wanted to. Ma- I I wanted to make the sale. Make the sale. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anchorage is our number the- one city. Is that our number well, one city? For listeners, yes. That makes sense well, because they don't fly the by like. Yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of losers and drunks. They you ever watch uh, Alaska, Alaska, like uh, cops or whatever? It's just funny as shit. They're all drunk and shit all the time. <laughs> Completely lost. Control. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> no, you don't watch that show. I watch it all the time. Where, 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 where we at? Yeah, number one. Alaska, number one. Alaska, is, uh, Alaska, Alaska. That's Can where just, we're at. I just found out too. Um, I I texted you guys earlier. It's ninety five percent male audience. It's a uh, full audience. Cockfest. Well, but the uh, far end podcast. Uh, <laughs> bunch of. Oh man. Uh, part C. I think this is going to come here. You just created like a lot of editing work. <laughs> uh, the whole thing. No, they cut that one little part where I said effing out and be done. <laughs> now two parts is an effing. <laughs> Bob's an expert. I know Bob's an expert. Three. Oh, he is. You should listen to him. Like we we record an episode and I'm like, oh my god, that was awful. And he'll edit it and I'll be like, oh damn, that like sounded like, good. Next thing <laughs> you know, we're we'll back. Yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll, we'll record one like where we're all drunk as fucking like we don't make any sense at all and like. Like I'm like, one. oh my god, that was absolutely horrible. And then, like, when he published it, it was like <laughs> somehow he made it sound like somehow he made it turn out like, good. <laughs> I could believe it. This, yeah. this one's gonna mouth. be a lot of work for him, though. This one's gonna this <laughs> one's gonna put his uh, this one's really gonna drunk. push his talent. Oh, shit. That's why we're only having Gandhi Boris on once a year. Um, <laughs> it's a special, yep. it's a special yearly treat. Hey. <laughs> We're listening to carburetors right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I heard you're just taking yeah. pictures of the Team, whole box and saying this is what it is. Team oh. Kelly's in there doing that. Oh. Yeah, I heard. She lost <laughs> your key Green. to your truck. She lost <laughs> yeah, she did. Green screen to everybody else? Yeah, Scott's I gone. It. I see it, yeah. Um, no, part I'm C. here. Hey. Oh, Scott's what gone. What happened? Internet, internet will catch back Oh, up. there it is. Yeah, the kid's talking to her friend out there. I can hear her. Oh, no, you didn't go on the dark side of the moon in that space station? No, no. She's sucking up the Wi-Fi. I know it. I know it. Gotcha. That's the Wi-Fi router off. 
They, I'm watching porn, and it, all of a sudden it goes like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, what in the f*** am I going to do with that? <laughs> so then I go with the okay videos, and they work every time. All right. Somehow, See, you, you, okay in a, you don't want to okay them because then they're on your computer. It's my computer. Nobody else's. <laughs> Whoa. What if, what if? Okay. Well, I guess okay. you already. <laughs> no, I have a password. Nobody has a password for me. And you oh, would never okay. know it. <laughs> it's so complicated. It's like a. See, this is, good this is the kind of shit you think he's going to edit out. And then he throws it in at the end of the episode. And you're like, God damn it. He left that in there. Well, I'll never see the episode. So it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a matter because I won't be there. No, <laughs> it's. A- <laughs> I don't listen. It didn't happen. Um, <laughs> and also, he won't. He won't oh, invite me again. There's, there's been times. There's been times where I'm listening to him, and I shut it off because I I can't I can't <laughs> listen to myself. Like I'm so. I hope I, I I'm hope so, I don't do that. I'm so disgusted by myself that I won't finish the episode. Ooh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just pretend it didn't happen. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, but man. you know it did happen, and then you just keep thinking about it. And it's like, no, I just shut it. I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It is. That's it is like rough. back in the yeah. day. You guys. No, there have been. There have been. Sleep. There have been a couple episodes that I would. I just turn off. I won't listen to because that's like, God damn it! I'm fucking wasted, and I'm worried about what I'm going to say next. Because <laughs> yeah. like I'm just saying, I'm saying one stupid thing after another. And here I am at work, like dead sober, listening to my drunk ass self <laughs> just like say stupid shit. Damn, I was like, I, I can't listen to me. this. I can't. I can't listen to shit. this. And I shut it off. I shut it off. I won't listen to it. This is well. This is like I mean, a- to make you fellas feel better, you can't get any pregnant saying stuff like that. You know. Well, <laughs> no, but still, I haven't had All to right. worry about that in a long time. So in the twenties. I remember, was it one of you or both of you? I can't remember. Not would me. Like, Not me. You'd go out on the weekend. No, and then the oh, in our morning, 20s. Yeah. The next morning. Oh, d- yeah, delete all, no. everything off your phone. Delete every message, every text message you sent out. That's just, yeah. that's to save memories. That's to save yeah. memory space. Every day. <laughs> I didn't, it's logical. I, it's logical. I don't ever remember actually deleting them. I just wouldn't look at them. I wouldn't open them. <laughs> oh, I delete them. But... It makes perfect sense because you don't want your memory all clogged the frick up. So you just delete them every time. Yeah, so yeah. you don't use all the gigabytes and the megabytes and all that shit. You know, you right, just, yeah, psh- you're saving, saving your phone space yeah, for important things. Microbytes. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what like, kind of bytes they got. Like, in, like, the information, the like information about solo requirements and stuff that you have saved in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's up here. That's up here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the stupid, the stupid crap—you get rid of all those bites, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Percy, how about it? How about it, Robert? 